Welcome to the Demand Gen Made Simple podcast. I'm your host, Janelle Amos, and in this podcast, we talk about all things, you guessed it, demand generation in a simplified way. We cover the basics of what demand generation is, all the way through to how to get started and how to be successful when launching your demand generation framework. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's dive in. Okay, y'all. So today we're going to get down to the basics. Let's talk about a common B2B acronym that is actually costing companies a lot of money. And when it's adopted incorrectly, it actually fuels misalignment between your marketing and your sales team. Can you guess what that is? If you guessed the MQL, you'd be right. The one and only marketing qualified lead is the culprit for driving misalignment and driving an insane amount of cost spending for large majority of B2B companies today. And the reason for that is because companies mistake what the Q in MQL stands for. So let's break everything down. MQL stands for a marketing qualified lead. But what I see a lot from B2B companies is that rather than identifying a qualified lead and what that is, they're more interested in the quantity of leads. So they're substituting the Q from qualified to quantity. And when this happens, they only care about driving hundreds and thousands of MQLs for quantity for the sales team, and they don't care if there's any level of buying intent or interest or alignment, nothing. And so with this type of setup, the marketing team is pressured to pump out thousands of MQLs through pretty much like whatever means necessary. And it also means that the definition of an MQL would vary by a specific company, right? Because it's based on however that company categorizes or defines the specific criterias that make up that MQL. So think like a scoring threshold, for example, or a specific title for it to match like their ICP or a specific geolocation, etc. Right? So what we end up with is a wild amount of MQL definitions like around the world rather than just one. And so there are just so many things that are wrong with this type of business model, right? So first and foremost, this model makes the team, makes marketing actually turn into sales as assistants. And so doing whatever is necessary to drive leads for the sales team so that they have leads to work, or in other words, quote unquote, things to do, right? So here's, here's a shocker for y'all. Marketing doesn't work for sales. Marketing works for the business. And the objective of marketing is to, should be to, drive actual revenue for the business. Sure, driving revenue for the business does include driving leads for the sales team. Okay, I'm not gonna deny that or overlook that, but hear me out. When marketing is pressured 
to drive marketing quantity leads. The marketing team ends up gating content, buying lists, and sending over like any and all contact names over to the sales team so that they can check their box on the amount of volume of leads that they're actually sending to the sales team, meet their goal, wipe their hands clean, okay? And with this model, marketing is now not held responsible for how those leads hit or influence pipeline. And so when, my, when marketing hits their MQL goals and then sales misses their revenue targets, it's a real big head scratcher at the end of that quarter, isn't it? To where normally the outcome of those conversations results in marketing needing to drive like three times more of the MQLs than they did the, the previous fiscal quarter, right? So when in reality, the real issue is that marketing is just shooting over low quality leads to the sales team and then have no care in the world about how those are actually impacting pipeline. And sending over low quality leads isn't necessarily marketing's fault. I mean, it sort of is, right? Because they're the ones that are actually sourcing those low quality leads. But the foundation of that issue is that the leadership team are the ones that are demanding that type of model and fueling that kind of pressure, okay? What if we flip that script? What if we allow marketing to drive actual marketing qualified leads for the business? What would that look like? What if marketing was trusted to do actual marketing and that doesn't include getting content for the sake of acquiring contact names. It doesn't include ensuring the sales team has enough leads per territory to work per quarter. It doesn't include marketing sourcing and sending over low quality leads for the sales team either. So if marketing is trusted to drive high intent MQLs, which we'll break down what a high intent MQL is here in a bit, then not only does the sales team actually have leads to work, but now they actually have hot leads that will likely close at a higher rate and probably close at a faster rate too, which means the business gains actual revenue from what marketing is doing. So sales gets leads to work, the business gets legit pipeline to predict and to work. And the business gets actual closed one revenue for sustainable business growth. When this type of model is present, the marketing team is no longer seen as just a cost center or sales as assistance. They're seen as an invaluable asset to the business that is needed to drive and achieve actual business growth. So let's back up back into what a high intent MQL is. A high intent MQL means that there's actual purchasing intent behind someone being deemed an MQL. So you have low intent MQLs and you have high intent MQLs. Low intent are those that are from like ebook downloads or webinar lists or stuff that kind of just has like the purchasing intent is still very, very low. They don't have that much awareness, right? They don't have that much interest yet. Whereas with MQLs from like a website form submission or a chat conversation, the intent behind those are so much higher. 
So I actually go a step further and say that the only actions that should be worthy of being called high intent are those where a, where a, pers a person is specifically raising their hand to be contacted. So think of things like a demo form submission, right? Or a contact request form, or somebody's engaging with your chat and they're asking to speak to a representative, or somebody responds back to an email saying, yes, I'm interested or I wanna learn more. Items and actions where it's actually clear that that individual is personally requesting to be contacted by your sales team. This is the only definition companies should ever use for an MQL. And this is where I actually get the majority of the questions too. Like, for example, what is our lead scoring threshold for? Or if we wait until they contact us, then we'll be engaging them too late in, in their journey and we'll miss out. So here's the thing. Both of those, and the majority of the questions that I get asked actually, are about your criteria your expectations, your processes, and not your customers. So when companies transform their MQL definition to not only include leads that are from these high intent actions and triggers, that's when marketing and sales can truly work together collaboratively because now they're speaking the same language. They're working towards that same goal, which is revenue, right? So now marketing, the marketing team can actually begin to make a real impact when it comes to that business growth and the business investments. Now, companies can scale at exponential rates because they're driving actual demand for their services. Now, we're ready to take over the B2B world. So let's start driving high intent MQLs. Let's start transforming the way that the industry sees marketing so that we can be seen as an invaluable asset to the business rather than just a cost center. Marketing is so much more than just a cost center. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Demand Gen Made Simple podcast. If you found this episode valuable, please do not forget to subscribe. Thanks, and see you next time.